Hi, my name's Evan Hill Porteous, and welcome to Re-Unreview, an unpronounceable name for an unlistenable podcast about unlistenable music. On the Gen Ed Network. I know it sucks that daddy's done, but try to think of what you want. You've got to open up your... Open up your... Open up your... Open up your... Open up your throat. Matt! 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 Alright, cool. That, wow. Slick. Welcome to Reon Review, episode three. Can't believe we made it. Yes, per usual, I'm Evan Hill Porteous. You don't know me from anything. Uh, except this podcast, thanks for listening. To my left, uh, Alistair, professional dog groomer, Bates. Woof, woof. Did I get that title correct? Yeah, close enough. Great. <laughs> how's uh, how's your week been, Alistair? Dude, so Great. Fantastic. So, uh, Morris, <laughs> across the table. Been grooming uh, dogs. Morris, Sydney Crepes, coffee. Oh, lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. Crepe and a coffee. Crepes. Crepe and a coffee. I guess that's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> and directly across, uh, too late, too fast. <laughs> wow, this is what you do now. Yeah, this is how this happens. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Morris already had the sarcastic response, and you interrupted Batesy, so I needed to like balance but that's everything. That's the gag. Out. Yeah, I know. I said it was nice to be here, and you still made fun of me. So, but Guys. that's the gag. <laughs> We're oh. still only introducing each other, boy. This yeah, is it's a not nightmare. About us. Uh, That's what this album does to the singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so we, let's get into it, I guess. We're, this this week we're talking about uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion by Animal Collective. It's a bit of a background. Uh, Animal Collective are a sometimes three-piece, sometimes four-piece from Baltimore in the US. They've been active from 1999 until now with 10 albums and a slew of unlistenable EPs and live albums. We're going to chat about Meriwether Post Pavilion. It's their eighth studio album. It was released in January 2009, so we're looking at about seven years back. Uh, it was released, like, right at the beginning of the year. Right. right? It was, like, yeah. the first yeah. weekend of the year. Yeah, and it was, like, a bomb. Summer's bomb. here, guys. Yeah, totally. Let's yeah. just fucking jam out and listen to AC, baby. Except it would have been a Yeah, it would have worked for us, but in yeah. America, it would have been a nightmare. And this, like, we'll get into it, but it's Let's very, like, summery. Let's Animal Collective. Yeah, like, man. whatever they think pose. summer sounds like. So yeah, the album features three of the four members, uh, with a seemingly superfluous member Deacon missing on this one, uh, and the album generally received overwhelmingly positive reviews, and it has a Metacritic score of 89 out of 100. Yeah, this generation's pet sounds. This generation's pet sounds. Let's see if it passes the re review test, though. <laughs> the only one that matters, and I'm sure that this will fuck up that Metacritic score royally. Yeah, because they weight re review so highly that it the bell curve just brings it all down yeah totally it's like the hsc for anybody who didn't do an hsc fuck off this podcast isn't for you i didn't do my hsc no i'm out of here i'm an atar atar that was yeah no you're great no we love you um all right so don't leave us let's let's kick into it uh listening to this sucked (laughs) like uh it sucks for two reasons one that it's just two two types of sounds. One uh, is jarring, aggressive, synth arpeggiated like mess, and then the other half is just the most tedious, plodding, like almost 
like they were going for like a can. I thought I to me it was like I feel like they're going for this whole can sound that's yeah. just being missed. The kraut rocky. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. they were going for a kraut rock sound, but unfortunately it lacked the solid, smooth four four drums of the best kraut rock <laughs> songs out there. What do you reckon, Beatsy? Uh, I thought it sounded like three Beach Boys records playing at the bottom of a well. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. I don't know. I never re- this. I just this band is in like the top, t- like in that fucking holy trinity of bands that I hate. Like it's Radiohead, Animal Collective, and you can like sub in. I don't know. Maybe it's just a Jew. I don't know. I just hate the Flaming Lips. The Flaming Lips. Yeah, it's just like bands by people who think. I just it's just music for people who think they're super. St- I don't. I just hate <laughs> it. It's interesting you say that because coming up uh, later on in this podcast, you'll have the opportunity to express. Everything you just expressed now to a very special guest that we've got coming. Yeah, in. ooh, I yeah. should. Uh, very excited for this. this yeah, we've never done this before, special. but we've made a few calls, pulled a few strings, and someone huge is coming into the studio. I can't believe it. I, I honestly cannot believe it. Yeah, it's almost like it's not real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> almost. Uh, anyway, yeah. So as you're saying, it's yeah, it's trash. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's. Yeah, it's trash. I don't know. It's just super duper serious. It's really not for me. And as I said, like it's just kind of sonically a mess. I get what they're trying to do with like the the low. F- I just I don't know. Yeah, it's not really for me. And it never was. I I was genuinely despairing when we were, when I found out we were doing this album. <laughs> I remember in the car trip to McDonald's after the last episode, the three of you just agreed. Democratic process apparently doesn't mean anything here. Uh, I think you'll find the democratic process means majority wins. So. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just really, really, really just... I really have nothing to say about this album. Like, I just really genuinely just don't like it. Or Animal Collective. I went in with open ears. I tried to take it in. And I, I just hated every minute. It's just something about this band that I just. There wasn't a single hate. moment on a song that you Look, were like, "This is cool." My girls is great. I'm not gonna lie. I was out a couple months ago, rolling eyes back of the head. Someone played out uh, "My Girls Out." I was just like, "Whoa, dude, this is amazing!" But listening, to, I don't know. It's just. We both sort of had said the same thing, which is, I don't know what I can say about this. Like, aside from what I've said. Pretty much all I can say is that there were two songs that I found redeeming, and it was the two in the middle of Daily Routine and Bluish, and then everything that fell around those just irritated me. But Morris has a certain quota of words he has to fill every episode, and he's got a long way to go. Take it away, Morris. One, fuck you. There's three words right there. Uh, yeah, Wait, I have... fuck you or one fuck you? One fuck you. Okay, right, fuck so... you. All right. <laughs> Wait, and one. Four... No, no, and the... one. And one. Yeah, so one. Yeah. So it's three words, one <laughs> fuck yeah, you. Yeah. All right, cool. I have, like, a lot to say about this album. Yep. I don't even know so where to start, but, like, only two things I have From to say positive about it, and I'm already, like, picking up on you saying Daily Routine, because the Bluish was the one song that I have something positive to say about. Hold on. It's, I should clarify. It's only the first half of Daily Routine. I was going to say, because the last three and a half minutes of it, three and a half Unbearable. whole minutes yeah, no, it's terrible. of bells changing channels between your ears, who do they think any of us are. What's his name? Who, who produces the Niles uh, Barkley guy? Yeah, and he did stuff for Diddy as well. I have yeah. it written down on a notepad. I've got the, the uh, I've got the, the album right in front of me here. Maybe I'll just check. Are there the, any notes uh, in there, or is it just a bunch of? I get pictures? it. It was like Animal Collective going pop, 
quote unquote working with like a dude who's worked with Diddy and Christina Aguilera and Nas Barkley and, and trying to like put a bit of nice sheen on their awful. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I think the idea was lo- like trying to get low end in there. Yeah, but the low end kind of just. Collapses I feel like this over is like the, the first the time their albums trying like, hey, let's let's move away from the Grateful Dead thing, and it just I, didn't happen at all. It was just overproduced Grateful just Dead. Just fucking. I remember the first Animal Collective record I heard was the one with the strawberry jam on it. It's called strawberry. It's called yeah, strawberry. yeah, yeah. Checks out. I can also confirm. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I can confirm that there is very little information in this packaging. Ooh, uh, that package. You don't even cheers. have a CD in that album. So there's no music in it. CD's dead media. Exactly. CD died. Kanye said so. R.I.P. Anyway, Morris, continue. Yeah. Yeah. So like, bluish heaps into it. The rest of the album was like, I understand like. The two positive things I'd say about this album is Bluish is a good song. I really like it because it reminds me of like a Zora's Domain music kind of mixed with like Martin Gore melodies. The only other positive thing about to say about it is uh, possibly the lyrics to Summertime Clothes. We have been going through a heat wave and I've listened to this album shitloads during a heat wave and it does describe trying to get to sleep in the heat very well. Fuck the rest of this shit, man. <laughs> like, absolute nightmare. I can't even finish anymore. Daily Routine's a nightmare. My Girls ain't a fucking good song. Uh, if the best thing- guys eyes oh my also frightened like holy shit just repeating the words also frightened and just bringing it up you realize that you up. just pulled out sorry your top two favorite things are one song that you then kind of was just yeah, like Zelda and Depeche uh, Mode yeah <laughs> and then, put Zelda and Depeche Mode into one song Morris is gonna like and it and then your second favorite thing was he adequately describes the feeling of trying to get to sleep when it's hot outside that's yeah. not a thing to be like that's great that's as I much really as I can master it. out yeah. of this, that's <laughs> as much as I can master out of this album I'm All sorry right. tell it so far, you have been pretty defensive of the first two albums that we've done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what? I've, I'm sort of I've I'm fallen into place as the eternal optimist yeah. of the podcast. A little bit, a little bit. Um, first of all, I should I should probably clarify. I loved this album when it came out. This was a ten out of ten. Yeah, album sorry. To me when it came out, I'm on that as well. I, I thought it was it. adequate. I yeah. really liked Strawberry Jam. This felt like I had to like more than I actually did. Yeah, sure. Um, I think a lot of it for me as well was peer pressure with the people I was hanging out with at the time. Totally. Sorry to interrupt you. No, that's but okay. Like, that's something I forgot to touch on. Like, when this album came out, I fucking was head over heels for it. And I do believe a lot of that was... Because this was like peak forum, Morris, where a lot of my IRL friends were in fact from the internet. And those dudes were losing their shit for this album. And like, this was straight off the person pitch came out as well. Great album. Really Which is still album. great. I listened yeah. to it again. Yeah. Still fucking fantastic. But like, there was a time where I couldn't go to a party without bros being played. What? Then this <laughs> happened and all I had to listen to was this. And I I think a lot of it was peer pressure and me trying to fit in with those guys. Right. I'm Wiener. I, did- <laughs> I had no friends. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't have anybody telling me that it was particularly good except critics um which i i will probably expound on a little bit later but um it, i just heard all of these amazing things about it pitchfork raved about it obviously and i was that was pitchfork tullet around that time like i'm not gonna lie i was i was a i was a frequent visitor of that website and i, and I grabbed it and it was just awesome to me i thought it was like perfect for where i was at at that time and then i saw them live at the end more on that tour i think i i figured out that it, they weren't good at that show but um i kind of tricked myself into believing that it was good and then yeah revisiting the album now i i think i'm gonna have to agree with all of you guys <laughs> i i found very little to yes, like the success of this yeah. band yeah. absolutely dumbfounded me at the time but it's and fucking... even now i still am trying to comprehend i don't but I'm... like consider where we've been so far on the podcast francis the mute 2005 
Weekend in the City, 2007. This, 2009. Yeah. We should have known better. No, sh- I think because we were a little bit older, maybe we were trying to be a little bit different with stuff. I don't know. That's the only thing I can mm. think is that this was experimental enough but also accessible enough that it kind of combined the two things that maybe we were all about at that time from what I know about you guys at that time. Yeah, wait yeah. until we get to 2024. We've all got two kids and we're doing high by Royal Headache and then we'll see how you do that. <laughs> 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 um, so you bring up the pitchfork thing. It's yeah. interesting because this week we're going to change it up a little bit yeah and tell it you're going to host this week's uh, I don't even know what it's a game it's we got a, a little it's game it's a game yeah we've got a little game so what's this game called tell it well I wanted to call it pitchfork or pitch fake um, I wanted to make a game about the critical response to this album because I think that because it was so monumental to me seeing all of that and I think that was a lot of the reason why a lot of people listened to it uh, I thought it would be interesting to go back and find the things that critics said about it and uh, give you guys a little quiz and see if you can figure out <laughs> what which words which hyperbole I'm about to give to you was actually <laughs> said about this album it's not all pitchfork believe it or not that review is actually quite brief I, I remembered it being a lot more verbose than it was, but I've, I found plenty of other reviews uh, that are in the same wheelhouse. So Is that yeah. review just a series of GIFs of fireworks going on and a smiley <laughs> face at the end and of it? And then just a coming dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a coming dick. A coming yeah, dick. Okay. A monkey right. coming fireworks. I'm going to have to go around there to, to read the... Uh... No, that's okay. All right, hold on. So are we swapping spots we here? All right. Uh, you guys, fill in the noise. Cut. Seen any good movies recently, Morris? No, I don't do I watched either. this fantastic <laughs> little film the other day. Yeah. Uh, Alice, sweet Alice. And we're back. Young Bro- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> every time. Sorry, right, we'll do an Alice, sweet Alice special. A Christmas episode. <laughs> For no reason, we're talking about Alice, sweet Alice. I don't know what that is. Neither do I, but it sounds it's fantastic. It's Shield's first movie, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Okay, so Pitchfork or Pitch Fake. I'm still going to call it that, even though they're not all Pitchfork. Uh, review questions uh, okay first question was band member Brian Geologist Waltz described by Pitchfork as A an oral adventurer B a rock and roll and rock climber or C a sonic spelunker I'll fuck this already <laughs> alright let's go Evan first I'll switch up the order a couple of times I have no clue but I'm gonna say C cause that's my fave okay Morris yeah I think Rich Dog said C sure Rich Dog God. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with A no, B. Rock and roll and rock climbing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, Beta, you were wrong, unfortunately. It was a Sonic Spelunker. Hey. You guys got that right? I wanted to be wrong. <laughs> That's a point each for uh, Evan and Morris. Is that a real quote? That is a wow. quote. Wow, ah, good. Three weeks Christ. in to finally get on the board. That's <laughs> what it feels like. This is great. You're glad we're re reviewing Pitchfork reviews at this point. <laughs> uh, okay, question two. Did uh, Another Pitchfork question. Did Pitchfork think daily routine has A, triangular synths, B, spherical musings, <laughs> or C, oblong architecture? Uh. Mate, this is pitch fucked. Um, I I, what did triangle synths? Triangular synths. Oh, triangular synths. Spherical musings or oblong architecture. Oh, fuck me. I reckon it's B. Morris? Uh, dodecahedron dance. <laughs> Not an option. <laughs> D. D, okay, D. Beatsy? Uh, I'm going to go A. Oh, man, you all missed that one. It was Oblong Architecture, no, obviously. What the no, fuck? Yeah, routine's, got the, routine's got the most Oblong Architecture of the whole album. I yeah, suppose I that's true. About it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to step away from Pitchfork for the next question. Uh-huh. Prefix Mag. Did Prefix Mag... Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Prefix sorry, Mag. Sorry, I've been up. Blog at the time. Uh, did they think Bluish sounded like it was recorded, A, as if they were locked within the cabinet of Dr. Caligari? 
B, after the band plunged into late Dr. Edward Jessup's sensory deprivation tank in altered states, or C, from underneath the bar from Cheers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for, I reckon it's A, A. Sure. Yeah. Morris? Is this what we sound like? This is, this is a fucking nightmare. This is exactly what like, we sound like when we talk about music. The Cheers bar thing. Yeah, sure. Batesy? I'm going to go with B, because altered state is a cool-ass movie. It's a cool-ass movie, and it's also the correct answer. Oh. So, I think it's, like, one all. Two on one? You're two no. On no, one nobody one. got the second two question. Two on one. <laughs> uh, okay, last question. This is going to be the tiebreaker. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're all on one. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah, oh, you didn't, I'm on you, one. Yeah, come on. I'm, ca- I'm keeping up. He's a better man than I. Okay. Yeah, right. Question four. Did the AV club Ooh. think Merryweather Post Pavilion had A... Sloshing, slurping, widescreen soundscapes. B, a simultaneously loose and hardwired amalgam of moods. C, aspirations split between an ambitious sort of communalism and more modest concerns like quietly hanging out, walking around and staring into the eyes of someone scared. Or D, a triumphant outro that sounds like a thousand friends twirling and singing together. Which one of these did you write? Well, all the other ones, right? Just give me, just give me your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I don't even remember what they are. C, like C, yeah. aspiration split between an ambitious sort of blah blah blah. The one about staring into people's eyeballs. Yep, cool. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, the eyeball one. Maybe the eyeball one. Twirling with mates. Twirling with <laughs> singing together. Yeah. That was actually a true question. It was all of the above. Oh well, what? That's Whoa. why I was going to say that, but it wasn't there. So, so we all we all win. You're you're all winners. No, yeah. that's, that's not oh, real. I feel winner, I feel cheap and uncomfortable. Oh come on! I worked really really hard on that. <laughs> As promised, uh, we've got a very special guest in the studio. Uh, you're probably not going to believe that he's really here, but he's really here all the way from Baltimore in the U.S. It's Brian, the geologist, Wheats, a uh, member of Animal Collective. Waltz. Ah, uh, yeah. Waltz. <laughs> Is it yeah, Waltz? Yeah, yeah. He's really Wheats. here. Waltz. Wheats or Waltz? Uh, Waltz. I'm Waltz. trying my best Australian accent. You've really nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, well, you're welcome. It's okay. I was kind of just in Sydney anyway with my family, you know. <laughs> what are you What are you doing in Sydney with your family? Just seeing uh, my grandmother. So your grandmother lives in Australia? Yeah. So there's links to Australia and Animal Collective. Barely. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's just hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> to what? To... Life. Oh. oh right. I'm really sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, it's fine. She'll. She's all right. It's pretty fine. She's all right. Uh, is is she Australian? No, she married an Australian, and now, well, he's dead. So, <laughs> what's oh. what's been your favorite thing about Sydney so far? Uh, just G- G- can I call you Geo? Geo. Geo. Yeah. Geo. 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 Massini, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, experimenting with like different kind of sounds from food and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's just what I've been doing recently. I don't know. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're kind of gonna just open the floor up to the boys because I know everyone's really excited to ask you a few questions. Uh, if that's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. Jump in. Jump in when you're ready. Uh, guys. question one, geologist. Uh, could you please turn the headlight off? <laughs> you're blinding me with oh. the light. <laughs> It's, well, that's, that started as a funny thing that I only did in studios, and then they said that you should do it at live shows, and I said, well, won't that b- blind everyone? And they said, uh, yes, but you should do it, and I, I just did. and It's working. I, well, I'm trying to get rid of it, but the band won't let me. 
Do you think that maybe the headlight is like a distraction from the music? Well, I think, no, not at the moment. It was like, it was like how I got my name and now, now I can't let it go. You know, like we used to wear masks and stuff. We don't do that anymore. And I, and just everything's slipping, you know, it's not what it used to be. It's not. You're not a ge- geologist? I mean. Geologist, that, is well, it You're true? not going to ask me questions about rocks. Is it true that your favorite right. type of music is rock music? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Well. No. So you like to <laughs> you like to rock. Well, I think what was what was I called before the rock and roller rock rock, rock and climb, roll rock climber roller. The rock and roll and rock climber. Rock and roll and rock climber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Morris, <laughs> did you have any questions pertaining to rocks or other? No. Uh. All right. So looking back at this fucking turd of a rock that you crapped out seven years ago. Okay. How does it feel looking <laughs> through the sands of time at yourself back then as opposed to now? Um, I guess the only... I mean, I really haven't listened to it since, like, 2008. I don't... I'm just... I mean, I feel bad for you guys. I'm sorry I have to say that, but... <laughs> so you recorded it, listened to it, shelved it away, and then just didn't bother listening <clears throat> to it after it came out. Pretty much. Yeah. Not allowed that. to listen to it, really, after we get send it out, turn it over to the public. Whose decision is that? Is that AB? Dirty Dave, yeah. Dirty Dave? Dirty oh. Dave. Dirty Dave. So would you say that you think this album's a bit of a fossil? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) No, it's good. You know, I like that you guys are joking around. You know, we like to joke around a lot. And uh, really, you you seem like such serious guys. Oh oh, no, no, we love to joke around. Like I say things to Dirty Dave, like aka Dave Tear, Ivy Tear. I like to say things to him, like. Howdy, partner, because, you know, Porter. That's <laughs> Port- just, partner. Yeah. Yeah. That's My last perfect. name's Porteous, so oh. you can try that on me, Howdy, too. Howdy, <laughs> Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> wow. That's great. Okay, glad you like that other, one. Are there other things that you say to him? No, no just that. Just that. Over and over <laughs> right. again. Cool, Is he wow. uh, related to Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater? Yeah. Cousins, Jesus. Man. Wow, what an amazing wealth of talent in that band. Yeah. That family, sorry. Yeah, Do you absolutely. ever say anything like, hey there, panda bear, to... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should. I, mean, I think I will. I think we haven't really talked in a while, though. Oh. No, uh, like, oh, you guys have a record coming out. Well, yeah, it's it's been a bit tense. Oh. Yeah, I kind of crushed him in like a dunking comp a few weeks ago. I don't know. I think he's gotten over it. He's playing ball again. You know, I saw him post like something on snapchat him and he's balling with some random people now not me what do you yeah. guys like to ball where yeah what's your favorite what's your favorite court in america madison so all- square garden, madison square garden. <laughs> <laughs> see what you guys just hire it out well yeah that's that's pretty I mean, we have you know merryweather was a pretty popular album so yeah well yeah it was, it was huge it banked <laughs> now you've got that <laughs> yeah madison Bank. square garden money that's pretty cool. You should consider naming your next album Madison Square Garden and play there. <laughs> That's a great name. It is. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Um, we've actually got a few reviews. I, I don't oh. know if you've listened to the podcast before. Yeah, I made sure I did. Yeah, right. It's a great podcast. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for coming in. Thank you for saying that. Um, welcome. Um, do you mind if I soundbite that for radio? Yeah, yeah, of course. As in, yes, of course, you mind? or <laughs> uh, Yes. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I don't mind at all. Re-unreview, great podcasts, is good to listen to. He doesn't, he doesn't mind. He, mind. <laughs> uh, all right, Ooh. well, we've got a few, uh, I got a few reviews, and feel free to just, like, let me know what you think about them. 
Um, okay. So I've taken these from Amazon and YouTube comments. Oh. They're quite short because I have a habit of reading out ones that are about 3,000 words long, and it really, <laughs> really drags. So the first one uh, is from one year ago. So this is quite recent. Um, this is from a man named Mark Jacinto. Uh, he's quite brief. Uh, he's just said that this album is perfect for freestyle BMX. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. that's a first. He gave it five I mean, stars. Nobody's found this review helpful, though. I feel like there's other BMX artists that could really benefit from our music if he does. Oh, that's nice. Um, so our second one is from Patrick Hodgson. This is also from one year ago. He says, I'm too stoned for this right now. Tell me about it. <laughs> Calbunga. <laughs> Do you guys like to smoke a lot of weed? I used to, but now I have kids. So they smoke so all you my smoke weed. kids. <laughs> yeah, I smoke all my kids. Is it true that Panda Bear smokes bamboo? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever bootleg any Animal Collective gigs? A <sighs> few too many. Wow. Yeah. So technically oh. you guys have collaborated. He's produced some <laughs> recordings. Of I am an Animal Collective collaborator, yes, you can call me that. Yeah, well, you know, we love to experiment and everything we love to do is about being, di being, being different Animal Collective albums sounding different to each other from one to the next so that collaboration is welcome thank you for that um so we got one more review left this is one out of five from a young man named robert j howe this is uh, also from last year uh the title of the review is this is spinal tap and the review is wow. just dot 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 with synthesizers i don't i don't know if i don't follow what spinal tap is <laughs> <laughs> you don't follow what spinal tap is is that a like a movie uh sort of it's spinal tap is uh i'm not going to get into this right now oh, check it out sure, rent it sure, from your sure, local sure. dvd shop and we're back <laughs> uh all right so everyone's still in the studio tell it's back uh geologist is still here thanks for sticking around Hey, no problem. Rocks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Batesy and Morris, thanks for hanging around. I know you're a very busy man. Yeah. Huh? So anyway, we're going to change it up a little bit. Tell it before you ran a game for us. Yeah, it was um, the best game ever on yeah. this podcast so far, I think. <laughs> so Batesy, you're going to take control of this one for a little while. Uh, Batesy, you've got a, a hot, fresh game for us as well. We're going to double up on the games. This is my game. Uh, it's called Avitair or Alistair. <laughs> All right. Hit it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Avitair or Alistair. Now, the rules of the game is, I will ask you guys, who said it? Avitair, famous member of Animal Collective, or me, lovable Alistair? <laughs> so, wait, wait, are these things that you've actually said previously, or are these things that you've just said now? These are just things that I'm just saying now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cue... One, you kind of have to imagine a lot of alligator or crocodile people or ghosts around in this haunted swamp. Who said it? A.V. Taylor. geologist, would you like to go first? Who do you think said that? Uh, I know Dave, Dirty Dave pretty well. Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to go with A.V. Tear on that one. All right, uh, I'll. I'm. I wouldn't want to disagree with the geologist right off the bat. I'm going to agree. Evie Tear being the swamp person that he is, definitely said it. Um, I'm going to go with Alistair. I got faith in my boy. Well, you guys, uh, Morris, Geo, mm. Evie. Uh huh. You're right. It was Evie Tear. Ah, he said that about his solo record down there in Clash Magazine on November the tenth, two thousand and fourteen. He had a solo record. He, he has, has many. like many yeah, solo records. Many, I many. found out. Q two baby. Bargain bin. Trolls are cool. 
internet or fantasy. Either way, they'll yell at you on the internet, or they'll be yelling at you whilst you cross a bridge. <laughs> I got time for trolls. <laughs> Who said it? Amy Tara or Alistair? Oh, fuck off, that's you. <laughs> that's absolutely you. Yeah. <laughs> I know my friend Dirty Dave very well, and I think that that's you. Morris? That's fucking you, man. Yeah, it's going to be a Beatty special. You guys are all right! Hey! Yeah, it was an Alistair! Yeah. Points for everybody. Alrighty. Q3, baby. Hacktivism is a cool way for people to share information. <laughs> But I think we should be sharing free vape cartridges. <laughs> Avi Terra Alistair. Uh, to be honest with you, I actually think that both of you have said it, but I mm. feel like uh, he probably wouldn't have got on record saying that. So I think that's probably you, Batesy. You reckon, Gio? Interesting. That's my friend, Dirty Dave. Curious. Oh. That's actually a radio spot you did for Sydney Vapes, so you said that shit. Ah, good memory. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> interesting response. Yeah, definitely. You. You guys nailed it. It was me. Uh, who's sitting on what points? Is anyone keeping track? Look. Uh, look. Everyone's it, winning. It, this game's fantastic. And everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q3. I've always kind of had an aversion to horns. I've had a real hard time getting into jazz. But lately, I'm really getting into the spiritual free jazz of the 70s. Who said it? Avitaire or Alistair? Uh, I reckon that was AV tear. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't bet a house on it, but I'd bet like a small condo that that was AV tear. Jer? Well, around the time of Merriweather, Noah was describing us as a soul band. And even though he acknowledged that we were probably very different from a lot of soul singers in the past, I was like, what are you talking about? And I know that he was talking to Dave about it. So I'm going to say it's AV tear. Sometimes I can hardly tell you two apart. But I'm just gonna go with the flow here, AV Tear. Yeah, I know my boy Bates, he loves his jazz, loves his horns. I love my horns, I He's love a horny jazz, little boy. Baby. Yeah. You're alright, it's all AV Tear. Yeah. Q Quattro. Mm. How many of these are there? Because this, this feels be like it's been going one. for an hour. No, this game's been <laughs> not, quick no, not, and fun. Not in, a, not, in, not in a bad way. In the way that like uh, LA Confidential goes for a really long time, but oh, the whole time it's great. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's the Jackie Brown of uh, game shows. Oh, man. Jackie Brown is an underrated movie, so I feel AB like tear. I'm an under... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll wrap it up. Actually, what? two more. It's been freeing not having to consider or worry about record labels of any kind. <laughs> Labels are for cans. Let the art speak for itself. <laughs> Was that Avitaire or Alistair? Uh, I think that's you because they have their own record labels. So if that's him, then he he's a hypocrite. I, no, I think I think you're right. Kind of like he is a hypocrite. I've been managing the band. I've been doing everything. He hasn't been doing nothing. So mm, he would boy. say that. So. Fuck him, it's him. Dang. That's that's you pretending not to be mad about getting dropped by RIP Society. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was going to be a two-album deal. <laughs> I remember you saying labels are for cans in the first episode of this very podcast, so I'm going to go with you. You got it, guys. It's a B-man a ridge. Yeah, <laughs> Gio, like, I don't want to um, harsh your buzz on air, but you're pretty shitty at this game. Yeah, I will. We don't talk anymore, so... All right, yeah, sorry. My bad for bringing that up. And the final last question. I just think that music is drenched in reverb these days. Everything is just so drenched in reverb, but it sounds so distant and not what music should sound like. Who said it? A.V. Terror Alistair. This is you still being mad about the R.I.P. Society thing. You said it. Yeah, I'm going to go A.V. Terror. I'm going to go A.V. Terror on that one. I think he, he probably has some pretty strong opinions about reverb. Mm. Seems like that kind of guy. My Curious. heart says A.V. Terror, but my head says you, so I'm going to go you. Gia? Morris said it. <laughs> yeah, Morris said it, actually. Morris said it. I said the shit. Tull it. You got it right, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. 
It puts me in the lead. Does it? Uh, I don't know, probably. probably. And that's how you play AV Terror Alistair. Thanks for playing, dude. That game was <laughs> That game was AV terrible. Hey! Oh, this theme tune is great, this is, though. This Thank is pretty you. crunchy, dude. Yeah, it's an, uh, an animal. Is it Ava Terra Alistair who did it? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this is an Alistair. I'm loving it right Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, cool. Well, we're heading down the final stretch of this one, I reckon. Um, we're let's go through the album again. Let's like let's reflect. Yeah, let's talk about the actual album now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I re actually really want to, but sure. I guess that's what we're theoretically here to do. <laughs> um, Beatsy, at the time, you've already discussed that you hate it then, you hate it now, but if you had to at the time, and I don't actually know if you would have listened to it from Go to Woe, but at the time, what would you have rated it? Uh, I don't think I even like had the energy to rate it. Like, I, It was just so far off anything that I considered to be worth my... I don't, I, zero. I'll, there we go. I'll give you a short answer. Big fat zero. Okay, so I won't bother asking you what your favorite track then was. No. no. <laughs> what about now? What do you give it? Uh, probably like a one or a two. I don't know. No, one. Fuck it, man. I hate this album. My <laughs> Girls. That's it. My, Guy my Girls. My Girls. Cool. All right, so one out of ten for My Girls then. Yeah, sure. All right. Morris, hit me with the chips. What'd you rate it then? Fucking 10, dude. Like, I remember the first time I heard this album. I didn't really hear the album. Like, the tracks kind of leaked in, like, different stages and stuff. And they were like, they'd been playing the songs live. So people had live recordings. But we're driving down to Meredith and Matt Veerboom's mom's car. And he was just playing them over and over again to us. Sorry, by people had live us. recordings, I mean you had live no, recordings. No, no, no. This was, this was before I did all that garbage. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I was doing that garbage on the Merry Road the Post Pavilion tour, don't worry. Okay. On which I record them. Five times. Five yeah. times. Yeah, because uh, I went to I went on my America trip, went to a bunch of music festivals over there, and they just happened to play fucking all of them. And like, I don't want to like cast huge accusations at them, but like before seeing Animal Collective play festivals, I never saw Indian Headdress. And then when that started happening, Indian Headdress ev everywhere. I accuse Animal Collective of cultural genocide, <laughs> and it's their fault. And it's Meriwether Post. Seems feeling. fair. Absolutely. Final. Seems fair and balanced. And even when they played Meredith, like suddenly Indian Headdress started showing up and they didn't play My Girls at Meredith and I remember because a bunch of shy bros started screaming at the stage really pissed off and then Eddie Current came on and they threw bottles at Eddie Current because Animal Collective didn't play My Girls. Also uh, seems dude. fair. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, well, favourite track then? Uh, I loved Brother Sport back then even though like it's probably, terrible probably the most distasteful song ever written about someone's dead dad yeah. and being like hey brother let's hang out uh, it's also just shoehorned in there as being an obvious closer to an album like it was not there for any other intention what about now what do you rate it uh, zero Zero. It has been absolutely painful listening to this. Every time I've listened to it now, it's been in like four or five sittings. I've had to keep pausing it. But you like Bluish. Else. There I is a track that is redeemable. Bluish is a very good song. It's a good pop song, but it does not make up for the rest of this garbage. Right, I, okay. It is indefensible. This album is indefensible. If you're out there and still listening to this and still repping it, fuck you. <laughs> Tell it. Yeah, me. <laughs> um, I gotta stop going after Morris because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I need to get more incensed. I can I'm keep going not. if you want. No, no, that's fine. I think you've said enough. Um, yeah, same with Morris. Like I said at the top, I gave the, I would have given this a ten out of ten at the time. Um, my favorite track hasn't really changed. It's still Guy's Eyes. I I don't know. I for some reason the multi multi layered vocal thing I really dig just generally, and they did it really well on that song. It's like quite a nice melody that comes in through out the top, and yeah, I don't know. That song's cool. Bluish is 
okay. You guys keep saying that's the best song on the album, but I, I don't think you don't it's like that remarkable. Level music and video games? Yeah, I guess not. See, because Guy's Eyes made me want to hang myself at work with the modem cord. Like level Water level music reminds me of water levels in video games, which are just always unpleasant Super experiences. Super frustrating, yeah, so, right. Um, but I, I, I've, got a, I've got a clip here. Um, <laughs> I just think it's really worthwhile revisiting My Girl's... Um, with fresh ears well, while we're sitting there. Basically, he heard it the other, like, a couple of weeks ago. No, and he loved it when he heard it out. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe this would be a great time, yeah, to revisit that. I'll, let me just cue this up. Can you up. just cue the clip yeah, up, please? Sure. Yeah, thanks, Evan. So, this clip drops in a little way in because it's. Yeah, yeah I, I, really I wanted, wanted, the, I wanted the bridge, like, the middle bit. I, I really wanted to isolate that. All right, let's give this a go, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, so, so it's really good. It did, yeah. like it's a funkier song than I think people remember. That's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how you remember it, right? Yeah. And to, to people who don't like that song, I would just say, don't believe me, just watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, for me, I think at the time I would have rated it like a seven, a six, seven, but I probably would have told people that I liked it more. I always kind of thought the back half was boring, and I never liked Brother Sport. Favorite track then was Sometime Close. Now I'd give this album like a two, and one goes to Daily Routine, and one goes to Bluish. Fuck you. That's about it. So hold on, let's let's just recap overall score. Batesy zero, Morris zero. <laughs> I give it a two, three. I'll two, give it a three. I'll be three, generous, and three. I gave it a two. So that's a five out of forty that this album gets. Which I actually think is the lowest score. I think Francis the Mute somehow beat this album. I can't did. wait to listen to Francis the Mute again after this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice palette cleanser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, great. Well, let's. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Morris. Can I bring up uh, two more things? Sorry. Two more things. Yeah, yeah go for sorry. it. Sorry. Uh, I know a lot of you, 2009, when this came out, either and he just came to Sydney or wasn't really living in Sydney at the time. Sydney music before and after this album came out, just this album for no reason changed shit in Sydney and I want to call those bands out. Megastick Fanfare. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you guys remember Megastick yeah. Fanfare. They were, they were a nightmare. Uh, Dude, I was living on the Central Clo- Coast playing shows at a venue called the Chili Lounge. So. <laughs> yeah, Megastick Fanfare were like Australia's Meriwether Post Pavilion cover band. Cool. Awful. Uh, after there was Ghoul. You all remember Ghoul? Remember Ghoul. Ghoul, Ghoul remember. good though. All right. That singer Lume, had a great Lume, voice. The Loomy P was very good. What are so, they doing now? Know, who knows? Ghoul, if you're listening, ring in. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. uh, early days of Holy Bomb, back when they were an improv band. That was Ooh. so awful. I know Bates' opinion because they are very good now. They're but still not great. I love uh, them now. Yeah, I'm bad for Holy Bomb. They are one now. of the best bands in Sydney now. They but, sound like Tim and Eric. <laughs> but when they first started out, they you were Tim and Eric real music. bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> and it's hard to tell if it was like an Animal Collective thing or not. And then there was Q, the worst band ever created in was Sydney history. Was that C-U-E or like Q-U? K-Y-U. Oh, with, yeah. with, an, with a... With a, a little, dash over the U. A little dash over the yeah. U. 
the worst band City has ever produced, and I hold this album directly responsible for it. <laughs> I honestly do. That album, that band still frustrates me to this day. And also... <laughs> transitioning from yeah, that, though. Smooth transition into the next point. I just need to point out something. Morris is about to say something positive. Yeah, wow. This is uh, maybe yeah, a first. This is actually a band that I actually love, which I guess we're never really going to touch on uh, apart from this specific podcast. I'm just bringing this up to prove a point that... The songs in themselves aren't particularly bad. It's just that Animal Collective are a shit band playing all right songs. There are uh, definitely like catchy melodies. Yeah, yeah. So there's there. some good melodies, especially vocally. Uh, it's just they kind of ruin them by just doing these shit harmonies for no reason. This is a really good example of it because in 2013, to fund the album that never came out, Tears for Fears covered My Girls. And it is phenomenally better than Animal Collective could have ever done. I just... It's, it's it's the first thing that they recorded since their reunion album, and I just don't have any justification for why it's any better, apart from the fact that Animal Collective just suck at playing their own goddamn songs. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to end the podcast with that, but before we do that, I'm just going to sign everything off. Beatty, thanks for coming along. That's all right. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, Morris, thanks for coming along. See you probably next time. The f- yeah, sorry. You- <laughs> Tell it. Hey, see you, buddy. Hey, see you, buddy. Hey, see you in the car. See you in the car. Geologist, again, big thank you for coming in. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. I loved it. I just want to say a quick uh, quick few words to shout out my friend, the Source Mongler. I love your In the Flowers tattoo that you got. It just says, if I could just leave my body for the night, just tattooed on your neck. I love it. <laughs> it's great. You only got it recently, too, so touch it <laughs> Thank you, Source Source Mongola. The Source <laughs> My bad. All right. Sorry, The Source. Thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Rayon Review. Uh, we'll catch you next time. There is much I feel I need A silent soul And the blood I bleed Yeah.